Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you today? Good, good, good. I'm pretty excited about the Kimmer coming back on air here. Uh, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. That's going to definitely impact Atlanta radio. Yeah, it's nice to have him back and uh, just a familiar voice for Atlanta for years and years. And I'm sure he's got a lot to say about what's going on in the country right now. Yeah, well, I'm he's sure never he been does. one to mince words, has he? No, been? I mean, there's plenty to talk about, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and, and most of it has been very good. And we got uh, Mr. Neil Bortz, the talk master here. And of course, the morning extra every morning from six to nine, Monday through Friday, with Flounder and, and, and Carlos and uh, Tug and. Rhino, those guys are definitely stirring the pot every morning, aren't they? They Wake, are, Waking and, people up in more ways than one. And and how about, you know, two big local shows like that um, yeah. in, in, in Atlanta? You you don't see much of that, do you? On the, no, on the local. Conservative News Talk. We're a local. They're Atlanta's only conservative news talk station in the home of Fox News Radio. Yeah. Well, right. I like the local part coming back, too. I, I do, too. I think that's going to be great. I think, I, think, I think people in Atlanta like local, but... You know, this is the time of year where people are thinking about um, strongly considering doing things to improve their home. Uh, you know, interest rates go up and they go down and everything, you know, people are kind of settling into improving what they have. And, you know, we, we this week we have the opportunity uh, to bring back not only a former guest, but also an old friend. When you're looking for a, a company when it comes to home improvements, home services, you cannot beat the company we have on this week, Plus Services. And who is the person who started Plus Services many, many years ago? East Cobb's favorite lad, Mr. Charlie Dallaville. Charlie, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. It's yeah, good to have you. You guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me back. It's been about, about a year and a half, maybe. I, I know you're busy, man. Thanks for coming in. Pretty busy. Slowing down a little bit now, though. Finally, kind of evening out a little. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, you know, I said uh, plus services, but of course, uh, a little bit of history about the about a little short bio on yourself, and also the history of your company. Tell people that may not be real familiar with you. I want one day. You got a great story. All right. Okay. So we uh, we we kind of call ourselves plus services now. We're uh, pretty much doing full blown exterior remodeling, uh, siding, exterior windows. Uh, roofing, gutters, the whole outside of the house. And I'm, I'm a licensed contractor now in Florida and Georgia. Um, we started servicing the Panhandle of Florida. James, I don't know if you know that or not. I know you told me about that. That's that's that. I bet that's going good it's down there too, because they need good. somebody they, like you down they there. They do. They we've we've been pretty fortunate to stay busy without having to do a lot of advertising. It's been a lot of word of mouth and working for a few builders as well. And um, when we started the business, I say we, kind of myself and a little group still with us it was in 1998 we went by the name painting plus which a lot of people still know us as painting plus and it's actually a great name my mom came up with in our kitchen in 98 and it's helped us you know get our foot in the door a lot of projects and then we started a gutter business my dad and i uh, gutters plus separate companies separate incorporations 
And then as I grew into the siding in- install industry, the big, big big wigs over at Hardy Plank kind of came up with the idea, why don't you call yourself Siding Plus and you'll have a DBA. So that's a DBA we operate under. And then uh, like the whole shell of all the business combined, we kind of go by plus services for people that don't think of painting plus as a builder, remodeler, you know, deck builder, porch builder. But if you go look at some of the jobs we're turning out now, pretty darn high quality, fair price and some nice stuff. A lot of porches, a lot of decks, some room additions. That's kind of our wheelhouse. So like what I like to tell people is what we do is what the big guys don't want and the little guys can't do. Well, you know, I'm going to take you a little further back here. Now, you did give us it, but I'm going to take I'm going to go further back with you because I know that you have an interesting story. And you were just a kid in East Cobb and Indian Hills starting to pay. Tell them how you started your business. You didn't go back to the original (laughs) genesis of this. Well, I started as a kid doing gutter cleaning and repairs for all of our neighbors in East Cobb. I went to Walton High School and then I ended up going on to University of Georgia, where I graduated from, and I had a painting and window cleaning business in Athens. And I did you were pretty you well. were working running a business while you were going to college. I was. I did. I had about fifty five commercial window cleaning accounts wow. and a lot of paint paint repair. Not your typical bulldog student. Uh, I've always been. A, I've always liked to make some money. I like money. I don't really love it, but I do like it. Uh, I like hoarding it away and uh, you know counting. You like, to, it. you like to rat hole your money away. I do. I like to squirrel it and count it and you know smell it every once in a while. So yeah, I've been. I've been trying to make money for a long time, and it was funny. We were at my son's graduation. This is a story if y'all want to hear. It. And uh, they do everything in alphabetical order. So the day I was graduating from Terry College of Business, is a true story. I was out washing windows that day trying to finalize all my accounts, let all the owners of the company, you know, different restaurants and shoe stores. And I had sons of Italy and little five points in Athens. I had some great accounts. And uh, it was my graduation day, and I was with my, my helper and stuff, and we were running late and got to the graduation um, in Athens, which I was actually going to Costa Rica the next day. I booked a trip for about a month, 35 days, and I got there late. Mm. And... They're calling out all the names, and my parents are freaking out, and they get to, you know, D's, and I don't show up. And I got put at the very end of the line by the student affairs people from University of Georgia. And then at the very end, they go, and, hey, we got the last but not least, Charlie Dalabow. They say the best for last. And the place blew up, okay? <laughs> and there was a lot of Asians at the very end of the line because of the way their names were spelt. So it's going through about 20, 30 of them. And then I come up there and my parents were relieved, but yeah, I was actually out washing windows and finishing my last accounts the day I graduated. And then I uh, went on that trip to Costa Rica for a little over a month, came back, went straight to work for my neighbors. Um, That summer I painted and repaired 32 homes in the neighborhood I grew up in. Uh, it's actually not Indian Hills, but right across the road from there, Princeton West Meadow Chase. And then in about, I guess it was the beginning of 99 is when my mom came up with the name Painting Plus, and I got incorporated under that name. And then when Georgia licensing went into effect, I got my contractor license. And I've, you know, I've always been in this industry. My grandfather and uncles were all in it. It kind of made sense for me. But you know, I was talking to a lady yesterday. If you love what you do, it doesn't feel as much like work. And I truly do love what I do, and it's it's fun. And, like, being here today and kind of making the rounds. You're a Jersey boy, too, aren't you, Rizzo? I was born in New Jersey, but I'm, we moved here because my dad was in uh, pharmaceutical sales in 1980. Mm-hmm. So I spent my entire life going to New Jersey, working for my uncle Joe, 
um, every year until I basically graduated college, and then I spent my winters in Georgia. And, you know, people go, man, you liked it there that much? The year that we had the Olympics, I hauled butt and went to the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you how much I liked it. It's a fun place. Well, you know, what do you attribute? You have a tremendous work ethic from the time you've been a kid. What do you attribute that to? Because today, a lot of mm. the young people, and I don't want to put everybody in the same pot, Dan, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of the young people don't have that work ethic that Charlie obviously developed at a very young age. What, who do you give credit to for that, or why do, you, why do you think you were different? That's a great question. You know, my son's 18. He just graduated from Pope High School, and he's going to Georgia Southern. He's actually today. He would be here with me right now if he wasn't on his way to Georgia Southern for their orientation. But it's been kind of frustrating because he's worked with me on and off over the years, but he just doesn't want it and doesn't want the money's not a big deal to him. Uh, he made his first sale, and I don't want to group all kids, but it's kind of a hole in this country, and especially in these suburban areas where there's more fortunate people. You know, we were not – we were pretty fortunate, but we were – had a, we had to get out there and work for what we wanted. So if, if I had to give the credit to anybody, it would be really my mom. She's pretty frugal with money. Uh, my parents definitely treated me good, but they didn't just give us money. And my uncle really kind of got me working. And it's funny because my – parents will say oh you 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 didn't want to go to work either well no i didn't but i drove myself to new jersey with my sister when i was 16 and a ford Taurus that i bought for my sister and i split it actually for my dad's company and we drove ourselves up there her and i she's 15 i was 16 or she was 15 and i was like 17 but uh, my uncle gave me a window cleaning route with about 200 to 300 stores and i started doing that route weekly and i managed and collected and washed the windows and dealt with the owners on about 300 accounts. So it just kind of got ingrained in me. And then once you get to where you're working like that all the time, it's kind of hard not to, it's hard to stop. And, you know, one year I went out of the country for a few months because my wife's from Southern Brazil. And by the time I, I was a workaholic actually. And my dad was like, you need to go down there and take it easy and stuff. By the end of that second month, I honestly was ready to go back to work. I was kind of losing my mind. So, you know, I've, I've, Got it through my parents, no doubt about it. My sister works about as hard as I do. She's a beast. Uh, she built some houses. She has rentals. She does Airbnbs, and she's kind of the same way. And my brother is too. My brother works really hard. You think it has something to do with that Italian culture? Uh, possibly. It has a lot more to do with just not getting given anything. <laughs> you know, my parents didn't give it. We've, we've been giving it to our kids, and I'm trying my best to get my son on board with trying to make some money. So I was going to say, he made his first sale this last week. We were doing an estimate over in East Cobb, and the lady had an old rickety fence, probably about 40 linear foot of wooden fence. She wanted demoed, and after we got done with the you know, details of the project, she says, so you think you can take down this fence? I look at my son. I said, so how much? You know, What do you think? And I could see his brain's going. He's thinking. He says, $300. So I was like, perfect. So I thought it was a fair enough number. Now, I knew he was going to have to work his butt off for that $300, kind of like I've done over the years. And he gets back over there later that afternoon. He's got a little pickup truck and calls me up. and goes, man, getting the fence down was easy, but I'm having a hard time with the concrete balls that are in the dirt. I said, well, yeah, you got to shovel those out, pick them up. He's like, I may not be able to pick them up, get them in the truck. And I was like, no, you'll, you'll figure it out. And I come home, <laughs> and he's got his white Ford pickup truck that I got him a, few, you know, a year or two ago full yeah. to the rim with an old fence. But that was his first deal, and hopefully he's going to get ready to rock and roll. Well, h- hold that thought because we're up against a break, Charlie. For those of you just joining us, you're listening to Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be right back. 
This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. With your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we have with us this week an old friend and past guest, Mr. Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services. You might know him as Painting Plus, Siding Plus, Gutters Plus. It's all Plus Services. You name it, Charlie does it. Charlie, once again, welcome back to the show. Thank you, guys. And we were just talking about work ethic, how you get your tremendous work ethic, and you were, you were sharing with the audience about that. And it, it's something that uh, it's kind of hard to describe because a lot of people today just don't have that kind of work ethic. They sure don't, man. I see it every day, uh, usually with the folks that were given a lot of stuff and didn't have to go out and really earn it. And <laughs> we were just talking about my son. I'm trying to get him trained up a little bit here. My daughter's 15. And she wants to work. She just got her work permit card saying that she's legal to get a job. Actually, she turns 15 on Friday. And uh, we're having a big surprise party for her. It's going to be pretty interesting because she loves that kind of stuff. My wife's got about 30 kids coming over. And anyway, she wants to work at Chick-fil-A, which is exactly what I told her to do. I said, go get a job at a good structured company. That's a good company. Mm -hmm. Teach you good work ethic. Teach you organization. Healthy environment. Yeah, so that's what she wants to do. And... uh Hopefully she can get hired. She's a little worried she may not get hired, but she doesn't know. I got a friend that owns two Chick-fil-A, a customer of mine. It's got a Chick-fil-A store, so I'm going to hopefully put a good word in with him and get her a, get her a job over there. Well, you know, um, this, this transcends into your employees. How do you find good employees that have a good work ethic Man. that can make sure that, you know, because you've got a great brand. You've built, you got a lot of brand equity with the, with the Plus Services. And you send them out there on these leads. You got to make sure they're turning that into a profit. I tell you what, I've been so lucky and fortunate with the people that I've had around me. And if people ask me what, and Dan, you know this, you got a big business. What's the most important stuff of really any solid, successful business? It's people number one. Systems is what I say is number two, and then obviously you know work ethic and being honest, but. Uh, my office manager, Kelly, is incredible. She's on her 19th year with our company. You call the office right now, she'll be answering it. Uh, got really lucky and hooked up with a team of people about seven years ago when I was really looking for help. And their office manager, I hired a whole company, kind of long story, we don't need to get into today, but the owner of that business had passed away, one of our competitors, and they were looking for a home. And I ended up meeting Donna. Uh, Donna actually I had an office in Alpharetta and my landlord didn't want to renew the lease, and I uh, had her working from home. This is going on about eight, six years now, so way before COVID, and she just kicks butt from home. Her work ethic's incredible. And then my bookkeeper, Lindy, which I would not be where I'm at without her. She ever listens to this. I hope she hears it, all of them for that matter. But she has got the best work ethic. Her daughter's a hustler. Uh, she just kicks butt and this we're on our i think 11th or 12th year together so yeah the people are incredible and then when it comes to the cruise um, we have one cruise been with us 25 out of 27 years wow yeah paco That's impressive charlie paco's in, he's in really really good my number one rep kent has been with me 26 27 years my brother is on his 15th plus year he also went to georgia graduated came on basically with a family business and a lot of the crew, I mean, I don't have a crew, honest to God, that hadn't been with us at least five years, and people notice it. They really do. The guys that I have down in Florida that run it, Vinny's incredible, uh, 22 years now. And when he shows up, you know, the client knows right when he, they meet, we all talk that 
this isn't we're just meeting them like last week and I I I had those trials and tribulations. Don't get me wrong. When I was starting, you had to hire people and grow the business. And a homeowner can tell when there's not a bond between the team. And the way we've kept our success good, as we're getting into it, is we all work in little groups. So my brother has a group, Ken has a group, Danny has a group. Now we'll intermix sometimes, like some of the specialists, like window installers. Wayne kind of Wayne's an employee, works for the whole company. Tommy Taylor is an employee, works with a little company. Some of the crews are subcontractors, but been with us a long time. And they all have their own little group together. So when we show up, we have a work order, uh, the same details that the homeowner gets as far as the contract and estimate is what goes into the work order, which also goes into the invoice. So there's no, you know, second guessing it. And I think I've told you all this in the past, maybe not on the show, but we have what we call the meet and greet. So when we do start these projects, I mean, I'm I'm doing several now that are over $100,000 a piece. All the teams there when we start at day one. Not day two, not day three, but day one, we bust out the contract and the work order, and we all go through all the little details, you know, what the deck material is, what the footers are, getting the permits, the inspections, we sort of set a precedence, the whole team, which goes back to the people, what they can expect and the timeline. And then I can get back on the road and come do shows like this and cruise around, maybe take a little vacation and maybe enjoy maybe some, a maybe vacation. play a little golf here and there and sort of put the job on cruise control. But it starts with that very first day of making sure everybody's on the same page. Well, it sounds like that that alleviates a lot of potential snags as the job goes on, right? It does. If any of my competitors are out there listening, I can't say, but I'm just giving you my advice. Set it up what we call the he said, she said. Eliminate that by having the sales rep there to start the job. Sales rep starts it. Sales rep is the one who actually got the job, so they bought the company, but they really bought the person. I know – Probably hard for you, Dan. When you're doing a garage door is a little different. It comes down to the installer team. Our projects are on average anywhere from fifteen to twenty grand, so it's a little bit different. But even the little ones, Kent and my brother and the guys and you know, Tom, they all want to be there that start of that job, you know, get the down payment. And it takes out the he said, she said. Cause when I was starting this business, I subbed off some big names in Atlanta, bigger companies. I was working for them as a subcontractor and it really clicked for me one year in this company. I don't know names, but they're out of business now. And the homeowner says, you know, I haven't seen the sales rep since he sold the job and they got the down payment. And, you know, you're the only guy here that's really communicating with me and this and that. And I go, well, where's the sales guy? Well, I don't know. He ain't come back. And that leaves a bad taste in people's mouth that they got sold, but they didn't get followed up with and, and really like they're handheld. And it's not a lot of handhold. Like when I introduced my project manager, Mike, he's like, my, we call him sales assistants. I tell the homeowner, hey, this is Mike. On the day-to-day stuff, you know, give him a call. You know, text me, call me too. And I like to run my own jobs for the most part. And then if it's an emergency, you you call me. And I still go by every day. Like as soon as I leave here, I'm gonna make a loop around 285 and check a few projects that I got. One in Sandy Springs for a builder, and just put my eyes on it and stuff. But yeah, eliminating that. Oh, you you know this. You know your guy said this and that. Well, it's not in the contract. And it's not on the paper. Well, he said he was doing it. And typically he may have. But if he's there the day that starts, he go, yep, you know what, Mr. Smith, you're right. I did say that. It's it's on the house. You're, I'll handle it. Or, no, I didn't say it. And it's not in the paperwork. Yeah. I had that, that big deck I'm building. I was there earlier. He's like, you're going to stay in this deck, too? I said, oh, no. 
That's not in the you know cards. It's $25,000 deck build. She had quotes. I It's a girl I actually grew up with. I used to walk to school every day, and I walked through her parents' yard, and I gave her a price $10,000 less than one bid and 20000 less than another. I gave her a fair price. And the way I did that, though, is the deck is on steel supports. It's about 15 feet off the ground. I'll show you all some pictures of it. And the posts were buried in the concrete and basically got decay and rust where they were buried. Well, we ended up making a much larger footer. I had a welder come in yesterday, cut them off. We Obviously, they were out, and the deck was built on temporary supports, cut all the cancerous rust off the bases of those and welded new plates on them and brackets for the top, and we reused them. I'm going to paint them and sand them all down. They're steel posts. Those steel posts in today's world run me probably five or 6000 I paid a welder yesterday uh, $900 to clean them up, weld all the plates on them, and we reused them. So you're a big believer on recycling. Oh, man, nothing goes to waste for us. Food, everything, everything. We So, yeah, we recycle. I, I don't want to talk numbers. My dad, I, I definitely don't want to talk numbers. We recycle everything, all of our gutter scrap, all of our aluminum, steel, cardboard boxes we were recycling. because that we, helps the bottom line at the end of the year. Uh, we do pretty well on our recycling uh, money that goes through uh, the – the local recycler over here in Marietta. Um, we have two dumpsters full with steel scrap and metal scrap. And yeah, we, we do. It definitely helps the bottom line. I, that's kind of my, I mean, to be we, able to reuse things again, right. Instead of ordering them. We do. Um, I had a warehouse forever and I'm sure Dan can relate to this one where you just got stuff stacked up everywhere. But, um, I ended up losing my warehouse cause they wanted to double my rent just before COVID, and it's funny because they still have not rented that warehouse space and it's been what three years and i just didn't see the need of spending about 30 grand a year to store a bunch of stuff so we've gotten a lot leaner on it and we've gotten better about keeping the scrap to a minimum but when it comes to like gutter material uh, what we'll do with the the scrap either recycle it or reuse it when we have porches and decks and little porticos we'll have we have it all stacked up nice and neat and yeah, we'll just reuse it. And um, I got a buddy of mine I go hunting with, and I've known him since we were five years old. And I have a thing I say to him because he likes to waste a lot of stuff. I said, nothing goes to waste. So, like, when we're cleaning fish and this and that, like, I just got some tuna fish from a guy and gave me a whole uh, blackfin tuna. And I skinned it all up, got it in the steaks, freeze, you know, vacuum sealed it. And I took the whole carcass of that thing and put it on my smoker picked all the tuna meat out of the bones and everything made the most I bet it's ep- delicious. oh my god dude, it was incredible most epic tuna dip all natural incredible organic yeah it was it came <laughs> off it came off a boat out of uh gulf shores alabama they went out like 100 miles and he goes man i can't believe you're gonna you know waste your time with that. I said, oh hell no man that's you know all that fresh tuna meat that's stuck in between the bones and around the head and stuff so yeah no nothing goes to waste i know you, i know you got a family business but i haven't heard you mention your dad i know your dad used to always be involved is he still involved or is he retired he's uh kind of semi-retired yeah, so he is very involved he runs gutters plus with the help of roderick and mike um and donna and kelly and they all kind of work as a team and just, so he's in Florida right now. He's got a lot of hobbies and he works his butt off. But uh, he retired from Novartis Pharmaceuticals and oh boy, he was fifty-five. So it's been almost fifteen or six, sixteen, seventeen years now. And he wanted to be in this business, so we went into the gutter industry out of kind of necessity back then. And just yeah. 
couldn't do a repaint on a house without having to replace gutters on it. And he's done good, but he's in Florida right now this week. And he goes back and forth to New Jersey. He still has a house up there and he keeps bees. Uh, he rides horses. He has his horse at a barn over on Kennesaw mountain. Uh, we call him the man of a million hobbies, but we're trying to kind of get him out, but keep him in at the same time. And I told Mike this week, I said, Mike, so how do you feel about like running everything? Mike's like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. And he can do it. But we have Mike doing a lot of tasks. He drives our dumpster truck. He moves roll-offs. He drives are you the, doing the dumpster still? Or no yeah, more? we are, but just in-house. We don't service really any well, a little bit outside the company, but we kind of do our own. We've got you know, 50, 60 roll-offs, and we do do them. And we're trying to just stay around East Cobb more and not I, – I sub that business to some other companies when it gets out yeah. further away from it, our office kind of thing. But – yeah, my dad's got a pretty good part in that business too. And what I'm trying to do is keep him involved, a little bit of overseeing it, sales, keep him keep him happy and kind of keep his head clear. You can't sit around and do nothing. Right. And then he can still go do his farm stuff. And we have a bunch of fruit trees. That, How about mom? What's mom been up to while he's doing all these hobbies? She plays tennis four days a week. <laughs> my mom's a double-A tennis player. Anybody that knows our name out there that's listening knows my mom. If they play tennis in Atlanta – She's a tennis beast. She picked up that hobby when we moved here in 1980, and she loves it. And she works three days a week at uh, the uh, Goodwill off of Roswell Street, across from uh, Roswell Street Baptist. She was at the Goodwill on Powder Springs, but they moved. So she's worked there for 20 years uh, for free every week. And then she plays tennis when she's not there, and then she's just a stay-at-home. And my parents get along great, but – my mom would go nuts if my dad was just hanging around. And that's funny. I was at the grocery store yesterday picking some stuff up, actually, to make some sashimi with that tuna. And I see a guy hanging around with his wife, walking up and down the aisles, just kind of tailing her. And they're older. They're in their 70s. And it was like reminded me, like, when I went with my wife shopping few, few very few times I did back 20 years ago, right? And I'm, like, thinking, I was like, man, my dad would never go grocery shopping with my mom and just walk around the grocery store. Okay, like, absolutely never. I don't think he's even been in a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I got good parents. They've been good to me. I'm well, lucky to have them both. Well, that they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So get that sun straightened out, Charlie. Oh, he's good. He's a great kid. He's, he's a great kid, but he's just not hungry, hungry. Doesn't have and, the eye of the tiger. Not yet. Hopefully he gains it when he goes to school. And he used to say, I don't want to be in the business. But now I can see he does. And the, we've been working together every day since he graduated a few weeks back. And he, people are asking. And actually, we are four for six right now on sales calls together. Uh, the lady that hired him for the fence demo hired me to remodel the whole house, about 55000 One client I thought him and I would get together, uh, He wants to, he's a repeat of mine. He's going to just fix up and sell. Yeah. So we're actually about five for six on sales calls, but you know he'll get it. I think once it kind of clicks in, and is he know. is he buddies with Super Spencer? He is. No, <laughs> dude, Super Spencer's a beast. I know. Okay, so I talked to Super Spencer's dad last week, who's a good friend of mine. If anyone out there that knows Super Spencer is, he's a young kid I met seven or eight years ago who started a pressure washing business and. He is absolutely kicked butt all over East Cobb, does what he says he's going to do. And I talked to his dad last week because he wanted a chimney pan and some gutters installed on his house. And I said, so what's Spencer doing? He is going to Georgia Tech and has already got his first employee 
running his business. So he will be running his pressure washing business. I think he even does some window cleaning now while he is going to Georgia Tech. How old is Super Spencer now? He's 18. He's only 18. Yeah, and I, I've used him. He I know you like have. You. <laughs> yeah, well, he, well, he, I told his dad, goes, man, he really looks up to you. Like, you know, you're all friends and stuff. And he likes what you do and stuff. And he goes, I go, what was it that you did with Super Spencer? And uh, he goes, he just loves money. And I told him, I said, well, you know, it, it's okay to like like to make money, but don't love money. And he goes, well, you know, he likes to eat good and do his own thing. Because well, we were eating some, I don't know what it was, but he didn't like it. So he's like, I'm taking my, I'm going up to Marlowe's eat. His dad said he likes to eat good, so he he likes to make money. His parents are eating at home, and he's treating himself to Marlowe's. <laughs> What's he majoring at Georgia Tech? I, just, I wish I could text his dad right now and ask him, but I want to say it's something in engineering. Yeah. Yeah, he's a smart kid, hustler, and, you know, I've, he, he's – I never had a client not like him. Well, if he's go, if he got into Georgia Tech, he's a smart kid. He's, uh, he actually graduated – uh, he went to Wheeler. They live in the Walton District, I believe, and he went to that uh, – what do they call it? Uh, magnet School yeah. at Wheeler. Yeah, right. Graduated like a 4.4 while he ran that pressure washing business. And and is now going on to become an engineer, and he's like, Dad, I get my phone keeps ringing, so he's got a friend of his, I guess that is or isn't going to college. I'm not sure that's going to keep running it. I think you need to go on that ancestry.com or 23andMe and see if maybe he's got some of your DNA. There's some, there's something fishy going on here, Dan. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's a story. It sounds a lot like Charlie's, to be honest with you. Oh, he loves Charlie. I know that. He gives me a, he's he's sent me a lot of business over the years. I gotta reach out to his dad and let, make sure he tries to listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, he's the main topic for for five minutes, right? Yeah, he gets re-recorded and put on the internet, right? <laughs> oh, so yeah, he so can, he can on hear. the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. Yeah, it's on the the website, that station website. Oh yeah, this station's blowing up, huh? I'm telling people you, love it. Well, you heard about Kimmer's out here three to six now, just started. every day. You know that's going to impact Atlanta radio huge. He's huge. Oh yeah, people love the Kimber. I met the Kimber at that uh, Governor's Ridge. Right, right. You know, I remember Governor's Gun. Who Club. was that guy you were hanging out with over there? Which one? I brought like six. People. Yeah, you brought the one guy. Kind of a short guy. He had a beard. Um, anyway. Bob the tree guy that y'all yeah, had Bob on the, the tree. Gym. Guy. Tomahawk tree service. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the show. He's worse than me. He'll talk your ear off. <laughs> I don't no. know how you guys uh, can be in the same room together. Dude, right? we were so we. You guys, I'll tell you a funny story about Bob. Anybody <laughs> wants to listen? We uh, went to the Atlanta Grill Company last weekend. They have their big show. They do a bunch of grilling. I have all these famous barbecue guys come from all over the country, and they had the guy Franklin Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Texas. It was great drank a few beers, ate like kings, and he starts telling a story about these knives that he bought when he was a kid that were supposedly the something that the guy that built them for made them for Daniel Boone. And we're, we're there with like the high-end knife guys, and Bob's telling the story, and the one guy walks off. The other guy's like, man, dude, you, you know, we got a show starting in two hours. And I look at the guy and said, oh, no, he'll get to the punchline on this tomorrow morning. It was so funny. We had a good time. We were laughing. But, yeah, Bob's cool. He's fishing this morning. He texted me a picture. So Bob's high energy. He's a worker. He's, he's 10 years older than me, so... I'm 49, so he's about pushing almost late 50s. But he went fishing this morning. He sent me a picture on the river. He caught up a little video. He caught a 25-pound striper out there at the dam on the river this morning. He texted me that picture at 630, and I he sent it to a little group of us. And right as he sent it, I was up and doing some office stuff, and I texted him back, and I said, oh, hell yeah. And he was all excited that somebody responded to him. 
Yeah, the guy's he, not he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. trying to sell that business. Anybody out there listening? Is he? Yeah. That's a tough business. <laughs> Aren't we all trying to sell at some point? Yeah. Except Dan. Dan's going to hand it down to his sons. I'm going to hand it to my son too. <laughs> It'll be all four seasons garage doors in 2050. Jackson Benny Partners. Yeah, right? I'll be probably in the ground by the time they can take over. <laughs> I'm hoping to give my son the business and let the crew keep it going and. I want to work like my dad till I'm in my. Yeah. I want to work pretty much till I die too. Like I don't want to work crazy and I don't want to run ragged. I don't want stress, but I just want to stay busy. But who's gonna real, who's gonna decide who runs the business? Your is it gonna be your daughter or your son? Yeah, I, if, <laughs> I, we joke around at the house. I say it's gonna be my daughter. <laughs> she says no. Nah, she don't want any part of the business, but I think she will. Well, tell me, you you were talking about in the break that you want to let people in the audience know about some of the stuff going on with the deck and, and just anybody they don't have to permit it or they don't have to use steel. They can just eat, talk about what you're. Man, go look at my Instagram pictures. I just I try to do a post every day, every other day, real time photos. Go look three days ago. I posted up a picture of a set of deck stairs that came completely off the deck. Ooh, collapsed. That's dangerous. Oh, super dangerous. My uncle, who I got following, he's up in New Jersey. I got him on Instagram. Took me about a year to convince him, but he finally got on there. and He's addicted to it. He loves these. He, anytime he's not working, he's looking at it. But he calls me up and goes, man, those deck stairs really fell off that deck. I said, oh, yeah. And luckily no one got hurt, but they didn't have a permit. And they probably built that deck. 10 years ago it didn't look that old but uh didn't put any supports under the stairs didn't put any stringer straps on it and they just completely fell off the deck and in my post i put on instagram i said you know you get what you pay for and when you get a permit you're typically getting apples to apples on your bids and if you get one guy says hey I, you don't need a permit or we'll go over the old siding or or we'll just reuse those footers or that you're not getting the same job so i I was talking to a good repeat client of mine this morning, and she's got a guy that claims he's going to rebuild her 13 shutters for $650 with the material out of cedar. And they're going to be like board and bat. And not to get off the subject, but I said, okay, well, you got 15 at 54 inches a piece, and they're one by four cedar board and batten. Cedar right now is a few dollars a foot. Do the math, the material alone is like five or $600. So he's either going to start the job and realize he made a drastic mistake, and he may finish it because – I've done it. I've done a lot of jobs for free. I've done a lot on practice. You got to kind of live up to what you say you're going to do, and it happens. A lot of these guys will just completely walk away and say, oh, well, I just can't do it, or I can't do it for that, and then it costs you more. But the permitting thing is huge in today's world, especially especially decks and porches. And I mean, we pull permits on every single structural project pretty much that we do. Well, folks, you're listening to Charlie Dallaville. He's giving you the straight story from Plus Services here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. We're going to be right back after this break. And uh, Charlie's got some more information for us and I think a special offer for the All Four Seasons Home Show audience. Don't go away. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Wonkis. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we're here, we're here back with Charlie Dallaville of Plus Services. You probably remember him as uh, Painting Plus, Gutters Plus, Siding Plus, you name it. Uh, Charlie can do it, and he does it right, and uh, has a, an impeccable reputation for many, many years here in Metro Atlanta. Charlie, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show again. We're glad, glad to have you. And uh, you got any tips for people out there who are looking for home improvement projects and they just have no idea how to go about it? 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. We were in the break, and you asked me what we wanted to talk about this segment. I wasn't really sure, but you just said something that you said, I can do anything. Well, no, I can do pretty much anything on the outside of your well, home. I know you're a GC. Is what I'm, I'm a saying. GC, yeah. a and I'm licensed, not. but I don't do kitchens. I don't do baths. Right. Um, I had a sales rep call me this morning, and he says, hey, can we do this guy's countertops, which I probably could. But I told him, I said, hey, Robert, stick to the lanes that we're good at. Stick right. to our lane. Right, so, right. As you asked, what would I recommend to homeowners? If you got a jack of all trades, and I mean, we do a lot of stuff outside the home, almost anything. But if a guy's doing kitchens and bathrooms and basements and he's building houses and he's remodeling houses and he's a siding guy. And he's doing wood, landscaping. Exactly. <laughs> that's probably a red flag. Right, right, right. Or he comes out there and he tells you he can do everything and he can start tomorrow. You know, we could be here next week, just Monday. Get, just give me half the money up front. Well, yeah, don't do that. That's a definite. <laughs> re- my recommendation to anyone out there listening that really wants to know how to go about hiring a home improvement company, go to the Georgia Secretary of State's website, verify that they've been in business and they are in business. Go to the new, and it's not that new anymore, but it's really awesome. They have a uh, website to look up all the workman's comp for every company in the state. I think it's countrywide now. And, you know, you have to have workman's comp. Yeah. Crews need to have workman's comp. Well, back in the day, and the reason they did this, and thank God they did, and I hate to bring God into it, but there was guys using fake certificates because they could just go print one, and then companies would get audited. We get audited twice a year. And we, my Lindy keeps a big folder with all the plastic sleeves in it, with all the insurances for all the crews and our insurances. And one year they picked up on one that was bogus. And I ended up having to pay the premiums on that insurance policy. And it was, luckily, it wasn't a lot. It was, I want to say it was like 13% for that trade. And it was only like a few thousand dollars that I paid this guy. I've used them once, realized it couldn't work together. And at that point, I went back to my insurance company. I've been with the same insurance company since 1998, 99. Um, they're out of Roswell. They're in Alpharetta, Allen and Fur. Jeannie's been so good to me, and I'm sure I can get better prices, but I have relationships. And um, I called her. I said, Jeannie, I got a problem. And she's like, you know, you're not the only one. Big roofer in town. Won't say the name. He had the same issue. Cost him $50,000. Oh, wow. And <clears throat> at that point... I said, you know, why is there not a place to look? And back then there wasn't. There was just what you had to do then was call the insurance company and verify it, have that certificate made out to you with your address. It was time consuming. Now we get the certificates from their insurance company emailed over with our names on them and everything, but then we go check it against that database. So between the Georgia Secretary of State and that database, that's how you want to protect yourself. And then when the job starts, you get a check, you know, hey, we need a down payment. We started, great, progress payments. Uh, the way we like to work it is we don't ask for any money up front at all unless we're ordering windows or doors. A lot of times we'll let homeowner order their own doors. We typically handle all the windows, but we'll get a draw check. Um, what I'll do is say, hey, you know, we've been around a long time, but if you feel more comfortable, my guys all do this, go to our office and bring a check up to the office, and Kelly will process it. We're on Powers Ferry Road, been there 20-something years, and then they get comfortable that they know we're there, and when they see the stuff piled up all over that we don't let go to waste, they know that we've been around You're not a while. going nowhere. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. Right. We've been there a while, and then, you know, at that point, then we, you know, have progress payments as we've completed work. And I told a 
customer friend of mine this morning who says she's got a guy who's going to build her some shutters for about six seven hundred dollars if it sounds too good to be true it typically is right of course okay and in this industry you you typically get what you pay for sometimes there's exceptions but when it sounds too good to be true and somebody does you wrong or steals your money or doesn't show up or builds it wrong you go back and ask yourself well was the price too low and i have it all the time i had a builder this week i was ten thousand dollars higher than another company to redo the outside of this very custom home in milton and we were 30 grand he goes man i got a guy who's gonna do it for 20 grand i said okay no problem called me back last week i just got the check yesterday to do all the technical stuff with six thousand more I went back out there and said, look, whole crew is going to cost 2000 a day. It could take three days. could take four. And he goes, you know, I should have just hired you all from the start because I'm right where I was, but I'd have been done a month ago. And I, my painter would be finished. I'm paying him more. So the six I paid you plus my painter, right. I'm at the 10. Right. So, you know, and I'm not saying that all the time. There's a lot of great companies out there. There's a lot of good competition for us. I don't want to disparage anybody, but when you come out and – Clients will call me back all the time. Oh, man, I had a problem with this guy, and he, he ran off with my money, or he couldn't finish. I mean, we'd do them all, all day, every day. And I look at the homeowner. I go, well, you got three, four bids? Well, I got five bids. Was he in the middle? Well, no, he was the lowest guy. Well, by how much? Well, he was like 10000 lower than everybody else. That should be a red flag. They should ask themselves, <laughs> you know, when they when they see that, what is he leaving out what 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 is that he's not doing there you know because it's just common sense it's common sense and then it's the comprehensive bids a lot of times when i see those or i get people that want us to match somebody's price and i'll say hey look send me their quote it's all chicken scratch handwritten details aren't there and i said look get him to go back and you give him my quote if he can do it, go ahead. Let him do it. Right. God bless him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I ain't got a problem with it. I love to see my competition work right. for free. Right. Exactly. It's my favorite That's thing right. to see it. That's right. And between – we update our prices every month, and we do a very detailed bid. I've, I've heard it from homeowners and contractors constantly that yeah. they love the details. But we update the pricing monthly. Yeah, yeah. And when my brother and I and Kent and Danny and all the boys start crunching the numbers, we plug in piece by piece. Oh, your competition is going to do this. We all say, okay, no problem. We we know when to walk away. I hate yeah. to lose business, but nothing's better than tying up our competitors and they don't make money. Right, right. Well, you know, we're getting close to the edge, the end of the show here, Charlie. I want to thank you so much for taking time to come out here at Charlie Dallaville Plus Services. If you would just real quick, uh, real quick mention all the services that you provide. So we're exterior specialists, uh, licensed and insured in Florida and Georgia. We service the Panhandle pretty much from Pensacola to Panama City. We're doing a job in Mexico Beach right now, so we'll go. We'll travel around over there. Um, we're all over Metro Atlanta, full exterior remodeling. Siding is our we're, we're really well known for, right. big paint contracts. You know, you, you call in office, tell them you heard me on the show. I don't want to sit here and say I'm going to take 10% off or 5% because obviously that don't mean diddly, mm-hmm. build it in. But I will personally come out and take care of you and uh, get you the fairest price. You know, we're known as pretty high quality at a very fair price. You know, and Dan was saying earlier, oh, yeah, it's cheap. Some of my competitors think we're cheap, but yeah, you know what we yeah. are? We run it like a fine oil machine. And how do people get in contact with you if they want to contact you? 
Easiest way is obviously through our website, paintingplus.com, sidingplus.com. You can fill out a form on there or call the office anytime, 770-971-1577. And uh, we have a live person that answers the phone every single day, 24 hours a day. If our staff isn't available, it goes to an answering service, live person every time. Charlie, thank you so much. Folks, tune in every Saturday morning at 9 here for the All Four Seasons Home Show with the best businesses in Metro Atlanta. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget, Charlie Dallaville Plus Services. Give him a call. I trust him, and so can you. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.